Hi, this is Samina from Crito and you're listening to the best of Belfast. guys, what's the crack? It's Matthew here with the Best of Belfast podcast, episode number 8. As you guys are well aware, Belfast has gone absolutely burrito crazy over the past few years. You can't seem to walk around any part of the city without seeing someone carrying one or tucking into one. I love burritos, you know, I don't think anyone in Belfast doesn't. But there's one place in particular that has really, really caught my attention and place where I go to all the time. And it's none other than Corrido. Corrido is a Mexican Pakistani restaurant located on none other than the home of burritos, Botanic Avenue. Samina Kauser, the awesome female entrepreneur who started and runs the business, has an incredible story to tell. And if you guys have been in Corrido, you guys will know straight away that she is one of the most down-to-earth people you'll ever meet and has such a great passion for what she does. So with that in mind, it gives me great honor to introduce Samina to you guys and also hopefully tell her story too. Before we jump in, quick reminder that you can find a written version of today's show as well as photos, links and all that good stuff over at bestofbelfast.org. With that out of the way, it's time to jump in to the talk with Samina and I hope you guys really enjoy it. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Samina, really appreciate it. No worries. It's my day off today, so it's all chill today. (laughs) No stress, no work. There we go. I'm really glad that you were able to come in on your day off. Really appreciate that. So, Mina, the question that we always like to start off with on the show is, if Liam Neeson was to walk into Corrido and he had 20 seconds, he was so hungry, and he had 20 seconds to sell him (laughs) Corrido, what would you say about yourself or what would you say about Corrido? Um, it's the best burrito. It's authentic, traditional Pakistani curry in a wrap. Um, it's The flavours are exciting, wonderful, melt in your mouth. It's totally different. It's out there. Nobody else is doing it um, in the whole of Northern Ireland, actually in the whole of England and Northern Ireland. So it's a one-off. Um, it's a fantastic experience. It's very healthy. I cook the food exactly the way my mum cooks, so it's very, very authentic and traditionally made. So it's a very sort of home cooking style, um, but in a burrito. Nice one. And what was it that inspired you to go for that home cooking style? Because um, from the age of 11 or 12, my mum taught me to cook. Um, I come from a very traditional Pakistani background. And the first thing the girls are done, well, are taught is to cook. So... Um, <laughs> so I, I remember my mom sort of shouting at me, you got to do it this way, you got to do it that way. <laughs> so it all sort of starts from my mom. Um, and she was in our community, she was the, the go-to lady for cooking. So we, we couldn't let her down. So she just taught me all her skills, her tricks and everything, how to make a good, um, healthy, hearty curry. Cool. And what was your mom's like speciality dish? What was she best known for? Oh my God, she she had lots. She she had one of those unique dishes like she'd be doing livers and kidneys and okra, really stuff sort of out there. Um, you know, stuff that I don't think I could do at Caritas yet. Anyway, <laughs> maybe in a couple of years, but not yet. Um, and I think mainly with hers it was it was lamb and the chicken as well. Though, but you know, we we eat a lot of lentils. You know, a lot of people call it a poor man's food, but it's really really healthy and it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, lots of protein in the lentils. Absolutely. Isn't it? Yeah. So. 
So tell us a little bit about you. Our listeners very quickly will have picked up that you don't have too strong of a Northern Irish accent no. <laughs> yet, I'll say. We'll give it a few more years. Who, tell us a wee bit about Samina. Who, who are you? So um, I moved over. I'm originally, I was born in Nottingham and I moved over here nearly just under four years ago. And it's for the first year, I tried to find some premises and I wanted to, I came here predominantly, um, basically to do business. And I used to see the queues outside Bougiums and I was thinking, actually, I, I want a little bit of this, you know, because I, I do food. But of course, I can't cook Mexican. I don't know anything about Mexican food, but I do know a lot about my own traditional Pakistani cooking. So I thought, why not combine the two and call it fusion food? And I always think in business, it's a case of thinking out the box and just offering your customers something different. You know, everybody was telling me it's not going to work. It's not going to work because it's too out there. It's really different. People are not going to like it over here. But in fairness, the first year was 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 a bit of a struggle. Um, had to give a lot of free food away, get people. Once you've tasted it, that's it. I have the most loyal customers that you will ever find. So once people have tasted it, you know, I've I've sort of got them after that. And um, people know it's healthy. So you don't get that really heavy, oily feeling um, because we use very, very small amount of oils. So, um, so my journey started with basically, I looked at Bougiums and I thought, ah, that's all those cues. They're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as we know, Northern Irish food is typically quite bland, I would say, um, in comparison to the global standards. You know, we're big on our potatoes, we're big on fish and chips, we're big on cabbage, you know, not necessarily very powerful flavors going on there outside of salt and pepper how on earth have you convinced your loyal customers of which there are many to try even just to try a curry because i think um people just have this assumption that curries is really um spicy and it's really unhealthy and i think once you've uh, tried the the, the curito uh, burrito um you'll realize it's not um really really spicy you can spice it up or you can spice it down we have like really hot chilies and we have yogurts as well so even if we have a, a mild spice we can we can turn it down so i think what people then realize is that you have a choice so it's not, it was trying to break those sort of stereotypes that it's stodgy, heavy kormas. And it's, and that is not traditional curries. You know, the curries over in Northern Ireland are, are made. People, people are scared to be authentic to their own food. And that's what I found is that there's, there's a fear that if we make it too traditional our way, people aren't going to like it. But I think you have to give customers choice because if you don't give customers choice, customers will never know what it tastes like. So, um, and that's what it was. It's just, you know, I'm in no competition with anybody. I've, I'm, I've come over here. I'm just bringing something different. And that's how I sell myself. People do compare me to Bougiums, but I say we're completely opposites. The only thing we have in common is a tortilla. You know, they're Mexican, exactly. <laughs> completely opposite ends. So, you know, and it's a completely different experience. We, you know, fresh salad. We, we make our chutneys in house. Our food is freshly made in the morning. So, um, you know, I've had a lot, a lot of uh, positive feedback and on TripAdvisor on our Facebook. So um, it's all good. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And something that I was really surprised the first few times I went into Corito was that it wasn't like a curry the way I, in my Northern Irish mind, knew what a curry was. And I really liked how you touched on that. I think that's a really, really crucial um, part of what you do is that it's not just a typical Indian curry. Why is that, even from like a food perspective, what makes 
a Pakistani curry or the type of curry you make different to, you know, the Indian takeaway that we would know over here? Um, uh, well, it, uh, spices. Um, that's the only thing I can say is I, I can't get uh, the spices I use are very traditional Pakistani spices and they're mixed over in England. So I can't get those spices here. So I sort of do a run in my car and fill my boots. <laughs> Sorry, fill my, my boot of my car um, with lots of curry spices. You know, no, normal women have lipstick and handbags. <laughs> I have bags and bags of spices. I feel like I'm, I'm a drug runner for like spices. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's uh, awesome. So I, I have to go over to Nottingham um, in England to get that specific spice. Plus uh, the way we cook, we have a base sauce and... We use a lot of the Spanish onions and we use very little oil. So our sauce is made from the water from the onions, fresh garlic, fresh ginger, fresh tomatoes. So nothing's tinned. There's no E numbers. There's nothing. And it's all cooked from scratch. So it's, so I know it's fresh. I wouldn't eat any of the food and I'm constantly eating my own food just to making sure that the spice level, everything is, is just right. Because, you know, I'm all about the customer experience. I want my customer to walk in and think, okay, for, for five pounds, I want a nice feed that's healthy, you know, and then when I can walk away, I can think, do you know what? That's, that's a good, healthy, tasty bit of food. Yeah. And again, you've, you've hit something on the head that I wanted to bring up. The fact that it's only five pounds has yeah. always blown me away. Um, you know, very rarely can you get such a feed because it is massive. And that's one of the reasons I love it because you really, really are filled up, you know, after Credo and it's only a fiver. It's awesome. Really random question. I'll cut it if you don't know the answer. Do you know how heavy your burritos are? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So I, one customer actually said it is like a newborn baby. And I was like, I wouldn't go far as a newborn baby. But it really, it, again, it depends on the server as well, though. So, you know, if you want it more with more rice and more chicken. So it really, really, there's some people who just don't want it as as, as packed, you know, especially Female customers tend to go on the light side and it's bizarre. The men will tend to go for the burrito and the women will tend to go for the bowls. So Yes, I feel like so many need to do a PhD on that. Like it's yeah. like a really interesting study. I think it's a hand ratio thing. I think you have yeah. to have big hands to hold a burrito. I don't know. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's strange because I think people think, oh, you know, I'm going to get a bowl. It's healthier. But then depending on which way you load the bowl, I think you could actually end up having more calories in a bowl than in a burrito. I don't know. Um, the, the only thing is like, you know, if you're, we, we have a lot of customers, gluten, we have a it has to be gluten free, has to be vegan, vegetarians. And, you know, we, we cater for all our customers. So I suppose if you don't want the white bread doughy, um, then yes, people will cut back and don't not have the tortilla. But then there's some days we all feel like a bit of bread. <laughs> um, my personal preference is the bowl because, um, I love burritos. Uh, it just gets a little bit messy. Yeah, <laughs> And I think that's the only thing. That's why I think you have to have big hands to hold the burrito. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so what would be, in your opinion, your best dish that you have to offer from start to finish? Let's keep it simple. Let's say your best burrito. Often whenever I come into the shop, I say, look, you go for it. You make whatever you think is best. I trust your judgment. You know, what are the ingredients, in your opinion, for the best burrito? burrito? Well, I'll tell you, the most common and the most popular one is the two chickens. We do a grilled chicken, so it's literally marinated overnight, and then we just grill. So it's not, there's no sauce. But then I have a shredded chicken, which is more saucier, and what customers like is half and half. Because if you have the grilled on its own, yes, we do have chutneys, just to give it a little bit of wetness. Um, But the half and half is the most popular. Mine... 
personal favorite is um, the grilled chicken and paneer. It's like an Indian cheese. And what what's beautiful about this business is that you're, you're educating people on what type of different foods they are. And a lot of customers look at the paneer and they go, it looks like blocks of chicken. And I know it's actually, it's, it's cheese. And it's, um, in my mind, it's one of the healthiest cheese, but don't quote me on that because I love <laughs> it so much. And um, for me, the grilled chicken and the paneer go absolutely beautiful together. Um, and I've got a lot of customers hooked on to that. But then again, we've recently just brought in lentils, green lentils. And the green lentils and the grilled chicken go really nice as well. So I'm, I'm a great believer. Um, if you're bringing something new to the market, you should have, you should allow your customers to try different flavors. Um, and I would hope, you know, a lot of my customers do. They sort of say to me, right, I leave you up to you. And I'm like, pressure. <laughs> what if I get this wrong? But so far, touch wood. I've not had a customer come back to me and say, do you know what, you made a really bad, <laughs> bad job of that. Or uh, I hope not anyway, though. Maybe they're not told me, I don't know. But nobody's ever come back and said, look, that did not marry together. Because I eat the food all the time. Mm-hmm. So I know what flavors will marry well. And I'll say what flavors won't marry well. So, you know, but there's always somebody on hand to ask if you have any questions. Yeah. So. And I think that's one of the greatest things about Credo is that you mind your customers so like you know i'll walk in be in northern irish live in belfast and i walk in and there's just all these smells yeah. all these flavors all this pakistani like aromas and spices that aren't even from northern Ireland. <laughs> and i'm just sort of thinking whoa and i love that you guys kind of just like okay Lou, let's try this let's try that it's okay yeah. and you almost like yeah, there's like that real like education sort of aspect to it. And I really and I, enjoy that. And I, and I think that's really nice though, because then, you know, what, what I found with my business is my, my best um, advertisement is uh, word of mouth. And a lot of my customers come, you know, they bring their friends, they bring their colleagues, they tell, you know, so, and that's where a lot of my business comes from is word of mouth. People have said, oh, my friends said, it's really nice food. My mum comes here, my, you know, I have the grandparents around. I, I have my, the, the age group of my customers is, is um, from like, oh my God, the age of two to like 70. So <laughs> it's honest, it's really, really weird. We, we, we do get a lot of like grandparents where their grandchildren have come in and then they'll join them as well. And I think... It's just nice to offer. There are what's amazed me here is that people actually do like really spicy food. We do a really really hot chutney, and I won't tell you how popular the hot chutney is. And I'm like, oh my god, people do like heat. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I don't know. Maybe if Nando's to blame for that. Like people have been experimenting and building it up over mm. the years. Who knows? But yeah, there's definitely been a massive wave. You know, we've talked about the Mexican wave coming into Belfast. Yeah. But I don't know, Northern Irish people are hungry for spice. Definitely. And, I, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful time to be, you know, the, the time that I'm doing my business is because, you know, there seems to be a really nice little change and a shift. Um, people's tastes are changing, people's attitudes, just things are, there's a really nice change at the moment. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good time to be doing business. Absolutely. So a lot of your verbiage here, even in this interview, I'm kind of, I'm surprised and I'm noticing it. It's very business-like. So you clearly have some sort of a background in business. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, <laughs> I used to be a business advisor. in. There we um, go. <laughs> <laughs> and I've sort of worked like, for oh my God, a couple of jobs I had at Daimler Chrysler. I've sort of, I've worked very strategic level. Um, and I've always just wanted to open my own business because I'm a bossy person, you see, and it's sort of hard to tame me. And I think the beauty about this job is sort of like, you know, you're the captain of your ship. Mm. And, you know, and I'm, I'm constantly thinking about things to add to the menu. And I, one of the new things, if you don't mind me saying, is that I'm going into the chilled food. 
Um, what, what I've looked at is that the chilled food market, especially for curries, is not that sort of great. You look into the spas and the centres and the range, the range. I mean, that curry does not look like a curry. It's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even tell you what it looks like. And I just think there's a, a little bit of a market there. And I've, I've had some really good customer uh, feedback from my customer saying it's a great idea. So the, the, the thing that I'm planning on doing in the next couple of weeks is to sell chilled curry, like rice chicken, <clears throat> and sell separate sort of chilies and um, chutneys. And people can take the food home, put it in the fridge, and then eat it two days later. And it'll still be fresh or the flavors are still there, the way that we seal and the way that I'm going to be packing it. So it's exciting times for Corito because um, it's about taking the next step. Where do I want to go with the business? And I just sort of decided that the chilled food market for me is a massive opportunity over here. So, you know, fingers crossed. I'm That's what I'm doing this afternoon. I'm going to look for packaging. Excellent. <laughs> so what's the first steps? Are you going to start offering it in store? Or are you going to go yes. straight to distributor? Yes. What I'm going to start doing is I've, I've ordered a chill fridge and I'm going to start doing it in the shop. So you could buy your burrito and you don't know, you might get a half price chilled food, you know, just as a starting point. Um, and then after that, I'm in talks with, um, I have a great customer who owns a couple of centres and he has more than happily said, look, I will get, get you the space. But there's certain stipulations and that's what I'm, I'm sort of getting on, trying to get them done. So like they say, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Definitely. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be checking out. Samina, so, you are incredibly passionate and incredibly driven. That much is very, very clear. Even whenever you were talking about getting your customers, it was almost like evangelical. Like you were going out and trying to convert people over to, to your style of cooking. Um, have you always been what many people call entrepreneurial? And if so, could there be a point in your life where you could pinpoint when that started? I, I think when you come, my, my dad came in the 1960s and he worked in a factory all his life. And I think when you have parents who are immigrants and who have moved over, there's a real work ethic that they've installed in us. There's sort of um, the seven brothers and sisters and we're all very, very entrepreneur, all of us. So we've always, we're very, very independent. And um, I've always, although I've worked in big companies, I've, I used to have a, a clothes shop many years ago back in England and I've always loved doing business. Yes, there's stresses, you know, let me assure you, it's, it's, it's not the easiest. There's always issues and problems. But uh, what I love about my business is that is my passion towards food. And yes, I know it's about money in the till and, and profit and loss. But I just, to me, what feeds my heart the most is when a customer's plate is empty. Well, they'll come up and they'll say to me, look, you know, that was an absolute fantastic feed. Thank you. And to me, that's what makes it worth. I, this is why I love my job. You know, we had, um, it was a group that were performing at the Empire. Was it Monday, Monday night? And they came last year and there was like, there was a whole group of them. And he, this man said, you know, I'm, I'm from London. We're a group. We, we were sing and I mean, raving on about your food. And he brought <laughs> all of them in and they all brought burritos and they were like, oh my God, this is really good. So to me, that's what feeds my passion. You know, I always look at financially, you know, that that will come in time. It's just, it takes time to build any business. And when you're starting from zero customers where you're having to create a market, it's one of those things that just takes a lot of time. So, you know, I am, it, it can get frustrating, let me assure you, because I'm, uh, I'm one of these people who always likes to be running. So, uh, I'm enjoying it. I think when I stop enjoying it, yeah. I'll be doing But no, but I'm really excited towards the, the chill food. I think fantastic opportunity for me. And I'm really excited about getting 
food out there. So, you know, if you're living in Lisbon or you're living on Ulmer Road or you're living somewhere else and you can't get to us, voila, it's there and it's chilled fruit. And it's going to be cooked exactly the same way. Nothing's going to be added. It's just there's a process in the way that we will keep it to preserve it when we pack it. So hopefully there should be, there will not be any difference in taste. So you'll still get the Crito experience. We're trying to think of a name, but it's like Crito on the go. <laughs> Crito hey, to go. Or, yeah. you know, so I'm sort of Crito just getting to the, go. Crito oh. to go. That's, that's the most popular one. That not bad. People, I like it, yeah. Because it is literally a Crito to go. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of um, I'm getting the labels done this week. So <laughs> nice one. I'm working on it. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. And if we were to zoom out a wee bit here and talk about how you started, first of all, when did Corito open for business? It's been over two and a half, nearly sort of just under three years now. So, and it's been a massive learning curve because I, be honest, with you, I've never done food. I've never done food and, you know, I just, I, I get myself in the situation and then I just have to learn about it. But it's, it's scary, but it's exciting. Um, and I think, you know, it's only now that I've actually started to like, sort of not, not step away from that. I'll never step away. It's my, it's my baby. Um, but I think now it's the time where I'm like, I've got some really good staff, you know, I'm really confident, you know, I'm constantly always checking that make sure the food is of the quality that I, that I like. And, um, and I think now is the time, it's the sort of three sort of year that I just want to just, I need the next step to grow. So. Brilliant. And that's what I'm saying. You're driven. You've got that entrepreneurial <laughs> drive. Um, well, where, where is the restaurant? It's on um, Botanic um, Avenue near Shaftesbury Square. If you know where, there used to be a vintage shop called War on Want. Um, I think it was there for 14 years mm. and it's only recently been taken over by Red Cross. Yeah. I'm literally next door to that. So it's sort of like towards town. Um, yeah. It's amazing how people just don't want to go over the bridge. Yeah. It's like some people, a lot of students as well, though, is that their life is just, they don't want to go over the bridge. Yeah. And it's like, this is it. So yeah. um, we are over the bridge and, you know, it only takes you a couple of more steps. So, you know, yeah. good food. And was that a strategic um, move to ha- open your restaurant there? Or was it just the opportunity that opened up? How did you go about getting those premises? I it, it was um I, I was looking for I think it, was, it took me nearly a year I was looking for premises all along there but if you look some of the premises there the rent is just oh my god it's just it's for starting as a business for a product that I wasn't that sure although I was passionate about that I didn't know how people would take to it so when I found this shop it absolutely fitted my needs and I just thought you know in life you have to go and do that's how I look at it. It's like Nike say, just do it. <laughs> and I'm a great believer. I used to say to my clients when I was a business advisor, either you do or you don't, or just do it, just do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not, you know, I'm not saying this because, you know, I know it's hard financially, you have to make things work. Um, and it has, it has been really, really challenging. But, you know, I'm still smiling, so it's all good. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> when I stop smiling and laughing, then, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll pack it in. But no, not yet. Not yeah. there. Yeah, I've got this, this, this. I have plans for Corita, so. So, I mean, I just want to go back for a wee second here. Did you say you worked for Chrysler? Yes, I did. Okay. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Uh, it was it was a fantastic job. The perks were amazing. The hours were, were really, really long. But um used to have lots of commutes because I was living in Nottingham and I'd commute to Milton Keynes. And But you know what? When you're driving an SLK or a CLK, or, you just don't mind the drive. You know, and let me tell you, with all the the mod cons that the cars used to have, a really, really great experience. It, I worked in the customer strategy team. 
And it was all, we used to talk about the CRM, customer relationship, you know, the, the whole relationship of customers. And I think that's really helped me in trying to understand the customer um, journey when I'm in the creator shop, because I always try and put myself in the customer when I walk through the door, you know, and I always think, greet your customers with a smile and a hello and explain the food to them because that's what I'd like to be treated. That's how I would like to be treated. So I like to look at the customer journey, though, and I'd hope that, you know, the one of the, the things if you look on TripAdvisor and our Facebook is they talk about the great um, customer service that they get. And I hope, you know, that that's I want to really maintain that because I know when I go to a shop or I'm being um, served, you know, it doesn't kill anybody to smile and say hello and thank you. Just just basic courtesy. But, you know, I find in this day and age, people are busy. People don't want to do that. But I just to me, it's it's something that's really important because, you know, at the end of the day, yes, I know I'm only serving or only serving food. But, you know, just to say somebody, how was your morning? Is he OK? You know, it, it, it doesn't hurt anybody. So. I don't know. Some people might think I'm just being nosy. <laughs> Friendly. <laughs> That's okay. Plenty of nosy people over here. I think we're used to it. <laughs> but you know what's lovely? It's because I chat so much and Irish people over here, they love chatting as well. So I've met my match. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's good. So uh, it's about trying to get my word in or they're trying to get their word in. So it's sort of like the <laughs> battle of the uh, talkers. Yeah, it? that's it. And, you know, if you think about it, like this is just a thought that came into my head. So, you know, Corito is technically a Pakistani, Mexican restaurant the mexican part just being the tortilla that's it um you know so you have the the east side of the globe you have the west side of the globe and then right bang here in the middle uh in the midpoint you know you have corrido and i think that's really really cool the question i have for you is why belfast you know you could have gone anywhere in the world you know you could have opened corrido anywhere why did it end up being opened in Botanic Avenue in <laughs> Belfast, Northern Ireland? I asked that question myself. <laughs> Why? Yeah. No. Um, I think there's a couple of reasons. I, and I'll be honest, because um, coming over from England, I just feel that Belfast, and this is no disrespect to Belfast, is just a little few years behind, um, especially in the food choices, than it is compared to England. I mean, we, it's, it's changing and it's lovely to see the change. And if you look at all the hotels and then the infrastructure is changing, it's a nice time to be in Belfast because Belfast has been through so much. And I think it's finding its identity, it's finding it, it, its way. And I think if you can be part of that journey, I think it's 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 a good time to be here. Again, you know, as I was from England, it's, um, you know, the language is the same, the pound is the same, and all it is just a little bit of water between me and sort of England. Yeah. But I think so there wasn't really any massive changes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's very similar to England, but it's just smaller and condensed and people have an Irish accent <laughs> and it rains so much there we go <laughs> oh my god I have never experienced rain in my life you know people said to me it rains over here but by heck it rains yeah yeah like rains and rains and rains growing up would you have gone to Pakistan at any point I know you were born in Nottingham but for your family would you ever have gone back um, we we always go back for two things: funerals and weddings. Okay. <laughs> so, that's the, so unless somebody dies or somebody gets married, I would, no, I'm not I'm not planning on going. No, not yet. What is your favorite thing about Belfast? Um, the rain. No, no, no. It's not definitely not the rain. I. Um, what is my favorite thing about Belfast? The beautiful thing about Belfast is the people. Hmm. It's the people that make. Um, 
all my customers are the loveliest. I just recently had a new girl started and she worked in other restaurants and this is what she said to me. She goes, you have the nicest customers in the world. And I said, do you know what? I honestly do. We have really just genuine nice people. Um, but I always think that if you be nice to people, generally people will be nice to you. And the people is what makes Belfast. I think it's an exciting time to be in Belfast because there's a lot of changes happening. Things are getting built and it, the whole landscape's changing. So um, yeah, education system is lovely. My kids just start school. I don't know. There's, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and find a negative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try. When I, when I do, I'll let you know. But so far, touch wood, um, experience has been, has been positive. Awesome. And if you had a friend or family member coming over from England, where is one place that you feel like you would have to take them in Belfast? Carito. Except for (laughs) Carito. It's funny, my brother came over last week and he got off the the ferry. First thing he did, he landed in Carito. He goes, I'm craving a Carito because of course he can't get it over there. Yeah. And um, he brought his friend over from London and him and his friend, his friend said, this is really, because we did um, the Friday special. And we do occasion chicken. And um, he said he hadn't tasted anything like it before. He wow. absolutely loved it. And then before they left, no, actually every day he was here, he had one. And then he <laughs> left on a Sunday. And I, I think at one point he was going to ask me to open the shop on a Sunday. And, and I was like, <laughs> I need one day timer. So, um, yeah, so that's, um, so what would be the night, the, the best? So after Corito, where would you take them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well... The Giant Causeway is always a really good one because any any of I've been there nearly I think eight times. Yeah, um, I could be a tour guide for uh, Giant Causeway because every time my family comes over, oh let's go to Giant Causeway! Yeah, yeah. I'm like yay! So um, I don't know. There's some beautiful drives all along. You get the coastal drives. You know, Bangor is a beautiful place. Donaghadee. Um, we everywhere is really because we're so close to the water and. Coming from Nottingham, we were sort of stuck in the middle. Yeah. And you got Skegness and you have Blackpool. <laughs> and let me tell you, the loveliest they are. They're not that great. <laughs> you had the Kiss Me Quick hats and stuff. And I yeah. think, uh, so I think here we, we are really lucky because, you know, 20 minute drive and you're out Crawfordsburn. There's some really, really beautiful places. Yeah. What do you so, like better, beach or mountains? I like water. Nice one. Yeah. I really really like water and i think it's only if you just had a little bit more sun you see that's the only thing but even so just to walk on the near the water i think is is, is fantastic yeah so very very relaxing <laughs> brilliant if you could take one person from northern ireland out for coffee who would you choose one person yeah dead or alive i'll give you that caveat i mean, nobody's ever asked me that <laughs> Dead or alive from Northern Ireland. Yeah, they have to be Northern Irish. It's the only rule. I would take Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> his, I mean, have you heard his voice? You just have to hear him talk, and you will swoon. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it'd have to be. Hey, that's there's a great... the Nesbit guy as well. Then he's pretty good. I do watch Cold Feet. Though, yeah. what's his name? I think he's, he's as an actor, he's pretty yeah, good. James Nesbit. James Nesbit. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty good. And this, oh, Jamie Dornan. Oh. So yeah. So oh, okay, maybe not that. But no, Liam Neeson <laughs> has to be. He's he's just uh, class. I'm right there with you. He would yeah. be my my pick too. Yeah, absolutely, no, definitely. What has been the most challenging moment of your life? Of my life. Of your life. Uh, 
I had a bit of an oh god I don't know if I can say this and it, like only something you'd be willing to share on air yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be your deepest darkest soul if you're the night like I, I think I'm gonna just um, it was just I had an illness part of this early part of this year which made me sort of look at my life look at how I was investing so much time in my business and I think it was a bit of a wake up call for me that I need to take my health more seriously and I think anything else in life you can get through very very easily it's not a problem there's always a solution but I think when it comes to your health and I think this year was a bit of a wake-up call for me because my body was saying you need to slow down and I think I'm actually starting to listen this is why I've had a day off today awesome yes this is why I'm listening now to just absolutely just chill and it's all going to be all right. Absolutely. So, because, you know, you, you, you do stress, mm-hmm. especially when it's a business because the book stops with you. And, um, you know, there's been challenges. Of course you can. Go yeah. for it. So, you know, the, let's just say um, the tax people and the VAT people are not the most um, supportive of new small businesses. And uh, that was quite a challenge. That was challenging as well. So, uh, it's just, and this is what self-employment is. It brings up... You know, you go to work, you do your nine to five. Um, there's a certain degree of responsibility. But here, you know, somebody doesn't turn up or this doesn't happen, that doesn't get delivered. Everything falls on your head. And you just try and do the best. And that's all I can say is just, you know, I'm not perfect, but I, I just try and do the best. So, yeah. Yeah, so all I say to anybody, entrepreneurs, is um, don't let your health suffer. I sort of uh, let it. I sort of forgot about being healthy. Yeah. Um, but I'm focusing a little bit more on my health. That's great. And I think, you know, entrepreneurs by nature, they invest so much in that passion project. You know, it really is like it's any venture you turn to, it turns into like a baby. You know, it's your baby. Absolutely. Like, how have you started to let go of your baby? Right. Um, Okay, let me tell you something. We we were, a year or so ago, we were number one on TripAdvisor because we get a lot of um, tourists because um, the hostels really promote us as well. So a good few years ago, you know, we're still sitting nicely on on TripAdvisor. We were number one um, cheap eats in the whole of Northern Ireland. We are still number one wow. cheap eats, you know. So this is where we get a lot of customers come through the door. But I, I, it was really funny. Um, you could have two hundred and fifty really very very good five out of five star ratings, and you'll get one negative. And you know, as humans, we just I focused. I would focus on the one. Why was that customer not happy? What did I not do wrong? And take it quite personally. Because when it's your baby, you've built it, you do take it personally. And I've learned a lesson from that is not to take it personally. I cannot please 100% every single person. There's some people out there, you know, ultimately it's a five pound burrito. We are not a la carte, you know. <laughs> it's not a, it's, 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 it's a burrito lunchtime evening. It's not fine dining you know the, the food is of very very high quality and caliber but the way that i packaged it it's it, we we're not in that sort of arena so i sort of you know came to the conclusion that you know sometimes people's expectations are really that high but ultimately they have to remember they're paying five pounds for a burrito so um and i just sort of decided then that you know at the end of the day i'm just not perfect and you know, people are not going to love my food as much as I'm going to love my food. But do you know what? It's all right. Um, Samina, where can our listeners find you? Um, in Coritos, you know, I'm usually <laughs> hidden in the kitchen. But no, I'm usually out there serving customers. So yeah. you will, 
you know, and if there's anybody, and I say to anybody that, you know, if there's anybody thinking about setting up a business and they just want to chat and, you know, anything really, you know, come and see me as I am the most approachable human being ever. Um, and I always make time for people because the one thing I'll, I found being over here in Northern Ireland is, you know, I'm going with this chilled food idea. Every person I've met are the most helpful people ever. They signpost me, go speak to him, go and do this, go and do this. And I'm just amazed by how nice people are, that people just, you know, that they do want you to get to get to get ahead. And slightly different over in, in England, I think you find here, you know, I've spoken to a good few people and they'll, they'll say that they'll give me, you know, do this. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Very, very open with the ideas. It's not that trying to protect or, you know, be scared that somebody yeah. else might take some of the market or something. But no, one thing I've, I found is really everybody's very, very open. So it's nice. Brilliant. Social media channels? Social media, yes. We're just getting onto Instagram. I've had a conversation with you. So we've just got that cracking. We're all always on Facebook. I'm always putting out if there's, we're doing um, anything special, anything promotions or anything, always on Facebook. And I've got the Creo website, but it's mostly Facebook. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, not really got into Snapchat or anything like that. I'm not that. No, don't worry. I'm not that sort of modern. <laughs> you've got, you've got the big ones. That's all that matters. And yeah. what's, what's the username on that? On the, uh, on the, the Facebook is, 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 it will be, if you put Carita Belfast, it just comes up as, as Carita. So, but I've got loads and loads of likes. If you can like us, send us nice reviews, tell us when you check in. It's nice. A customer saying, I've checked in at Carita and I get an alert on my phone. Uh. I was like, oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Samina, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you for having me. No you know, I, I I always know I, I do talk a lot. So, you know, thank hey. you for reining me in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people are supposed to do on this. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, bless you. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Matthew here again real quick before we end today's show. Just want to give a big thank you to Samina once again for taking her time out to come and share her story with us. If you guys haven't already, please go and check out Corito. I guarantee you it will not disappoint. It might be a little bit different to what you've had, but it is a good type of different. Uh, you can also check out Corito on social media and we'll have links in our show notes to that, which you can find at www.bestofbelfast.org. Other than that, guys, this is going to be the last podcast released before Christmas. We have some really, really exciting guests lined up uh, in the new year. A lot of those podcasts have already been recorded and I just can't wait to get those out to you. As always, our intro and outro music are from the awesome band Wanderers. And if you want to check them out, you can get them on Spotify and YouTube with their song, Light It Up. Guys, hope you have a restful time. Hopefully you guys get rested up and get full of energy for the new year. I'm excited to see what is going to happen in Belfast in 2018 and I'm excited to see you there too. So guys, my name is Matthew, you're listening to the Best of Belfast podcast, and until next year, I wish you all the very best. Cheers. Light it up, light it up